Hello and welcome to the Ed Armstrong podcast, a podcast of inspiration and hope. I am so excited to have you guys with me and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. Enjoy the show, guys. Hello and welcome back to the Ed Armstrong podcast. This is part two of episode one, who is Ed Armstrong? And it's great to have you back. It's great to be back with you. Before we start, I want to just say thank you so much to all of you amazing people who have been out there listening to part one. Seems like you enjoyed it. Seems like you thought it would sound professional, which is what I was really going for. So I'm very grateful to hear that. And sounds like you you really enjoyed it. And most importantly, that it helped some of you. And that's why I want to do this. And that's the whole reason behind doing this. So thank you. I had so many nice messages. My DMs were flooded. Uh, people just saying that, you know, it, it sparked up conversations with their family and friends. It it really helped them. People were opening up to me. It was great. It was really great. And uh, and even I've been having a deeper chats with my family and friends after part one as well. So that can only be a good thing. And I'm excited to to see where this thing goes and, and how see how many people we can help. Um, so with that in mind, if you get something out of today's episode, I think it's uh, always something I'm going to say. Um, share it. Share it with anyone you love, anyone you care about, or anyone you think it could help. Because, as I say, that's why we're doing this. Um, a little disclaimer before we get into today's episode. Um, today's episode will be a little bit heavy. So if you're looking for a bit of a lighthearted podcast while you're doing the dishes, maybe this one isn't isn't the one for you. Um so yeah, maybe come back another day or just maybe put the dishes down, go out for a lovely walk, plug in the headphones and fully immerse yourself in the Ed Armstrong podcast. Um, I think it'll be more, it'll be more uh, impactful that way. Um, and then second disclaimer is that, as I mentioned on part one, I'm a, I'm a coach, so I'm certainly not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist or any of the above. And I think that's important to mention because um, when I'm sharing this stuff throughout this episode, but also other episodes in the future, um, it, it's my story. So I'm never, I'm never going to be telling or giving. Uh, well, no, I might be giving advice of what helped me. And that's probably what I will be doing, but I won't be telling anyone what they should be doing. I think that's. I want to just make that clear. This is my story. This is how I. Um, my journey of, of overcoming this stuff and and my hope is that by sharing that it will help some of you out there today and throughout your life that's that's the plan um so yeah i just just wanted to to start with that um because i i really do think stories are powerful and uh, and i believe my story is powerful and and hopefully it's can inspire some people out there and uh, it can give a lot of hope to people who might be struggling right now, as the trailer says, podcast, inspiration and hope. And just on that, whilst we're talking about stories, um, this would be a lot easier for me not to share. It really would be. It'd be much easier to be. I've been thinking about this a lot between part one and part two, I'll be honest with you. And it would be a lot easier to not share this. And it'd be a lot easier to pretend it didn't happen. It'd be a lot easier to just keep, to push it away, really. Because look, I'm going to share a few things today that even you might be thinking, oh yeah, I wouldn't want to go back there. And and I don't really either. But that being said, I do think it's important because as I've said many times before, and I will continually say, if the people can't share when they're going through this terrible stuff, how on earth are we, oh, oh sorry, and not to mention, so they can't share going through and because they don't even know what's going on. And, then, and if they can't share after they've come out the other side, stronger, healthier, happier than ever before, but they're like, well, I don't want to share that. That was horrible. Then no one's sharing or very few people are sharing. And and people that have really experienced powerful stuff that, that have so much potential to impact people and inspire people because they've gone through it. They've gone to a place where not a lot of people have gone and then they've come out the other side. And I know there are a lot of great people sharing this stuff. But I think we need more of it. We really do. Um, and as I say, if, if the majority don't share going through or coming out the other side, then 
we're not helping as many people as we could be helping. And, and, and that's the truth. And that's what I believe. Because when I see a lot of this stuff, even now, I'll go on these, a lot of these amazing pages, websites about mental health, suicide prevention, all this stuff. And even, and I'll still look at things and, and I'll see some stats and, and I'll see these terrible stats and I'll think, oh God, it's awful. And, but, and, then, and then I'll maybe see a video of someone saying, oh, you know, if you're struggling a bit now, re- struggling a little bit now, reach out. And of course, all that stuff's amazing and, and all that stuff is great. And I'm not for one minute saying those things, you know, don't have a place. Of course they do. They're amazing. And a lot of these organizations are saving lives. So they're brilliant. But I think a lot of the, something that's missing is really powerful stories from, uh, I was going to say people, people of influence, not that I'm at all someone of influence, really, on the grand scheme of things. But you know what I mean, more stories. Because I think whenever I've come across a story of someone going through something really bad, and then coming out the other side better, stronger, I think, wow, that is amazing, that is inspiring. And to me, that's more empowering and powerful than the odd video of someone who maybe hasn't gone through something as serious. I mean, I don't know. That's me judging that person I've watched maybe. So I apologize. But I've just got to be truthful when I see a video and I think someone's just talking a little bit about if you're having a bit of a down bad day, you know, ask for help. I think there's so much more to it than that. And I know from what I was going through, when I saw that, it didn't help me because I said, you guys have no idea what I'm going through. And again, it's not their fault. It's no one's fault. I was just in a pretty bad place. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And there are a lot of other people in pretty bad places right now. So again, I'm not pretending that this podcast is going to, you know, save the world, but I am hoping that, you know, my story will help a few people out there. And as I say, if it helps 10 people, it was so worth doing. Um, and as I've said in the past, it, it's really much easier for me to just pretend pretend it didn't happen and to go on with my life as normal and uh, keep posting about positive psychology stuff and work hard and you'll get all that you want. But it's not true to me. And the truth is, this is a huge part of my story. And I actually have a little bit of guilt because of what I just said when I'm out there posting just some positive psychology stuff and, you know, it's all stuff that has its place, as I said in part one, for the overall picture. But without um, me sharing this, it's, it's, it feels like I'm, I'm leaving a big piece of the puzzle for other people who might be out there struggling, who might be watching my stuff going, yeah, but Ed, I'm struggling and my mind's not good. And, and this stuff you're telling me to do about working really hard and thinking about all the great stuff you can do and achieving it, that's not helping me. What do I do? This is why I want to do this because I want to say, look, I get that. I get it. And I've been to that place and I've now in a great place where that stuff is like the sprinkles on top, the positive psychology, all the fitnessy health stuff. That's all the good stuff. And don't get me wrong. That, that has its place and it's amazing. But if the mind's broken, all the positive affirmations, all the positive psychology in the world will not help you. You need more. And that is absolutely fine. And that's actually a beautiful thing. And for me, it was the best thing I did was to get that more support, that help to then allow me to thrive. Hopefully you, you think that, but I, I believe I am now in a really great position and I want that for other people as well. So if you are listening to this podcast and you're not struggling, you're going to get something out of it. But if you're really struggling, my hope is you'll also get something out of it. And that is ultimately what we're trying to do here. So getting to the story, I know what you're thinking, Ed, get to the bloody story, mate. We're, we're seven minutes in, mate, and you haven't even given it to us. No, look, bear with me. Um, the funny thing is not many people know about this story. Some of my closest friends, family do, but uh, it's funny when you get a podcast, you think, well, why not share it with the bloody world, you know? Um, <laughs> and I am a little bit cautious and worried about sharing. One of the reasons, do you want to know the truth? Here we go. Here's the truth. I don't want this to come across like I'm attention seeking or for you to feel sorry for me. And again, that is the true thought I have, right? And a feeling I have. So again, I'm not alone. I can't be alone in that. But that there then lies another problem with this stuff. People don't want to share anymore. And I think this comes back to what we were just talking about. People don't want to share. And this is another reason. Well, I've got through it. I'm just going to keep living. And that's okay. And again, I'm not saying everyone should get their own bloody podcast and share. It's not for everyone. And I get it. 
But I do believe that is part of the problem because it's like people feel they don't want to come across the wrong way. And I believe it's a fear of how it will be perceived and what people will say. So it's just easier to not to not share. But I'm okay with that. I'm actually okay with all of you or any of you saying, oh, mate, get over yourself. Harden up, mate. Come on. It's not that bad. That's fine. You can People can think that. That's absolutely fine. But I am very okay with uh, that, knowing that the real reason I'm doing this is just to really try and help um, because I want to be a positive light for others. I really do, and I want to give people hope. Um, you know, and it's not a bloody competition, is it? I t- I've talked about this a lot before as well. That's part of the problem. Again, there's so much. There's, there's such a complex thing, this, this mental health world, I really believe, because, you know, I do feel like, there's like, well, who had it worse? No, mine was worse than yours. Oh no, I had it worse. It's not about that. And that's a big part of the problem. So we're just gonna get that out of the way, first and foremost. We each have a story. We all have a story to share, I believe. Um, powerful stories. And that's why I want this podcast to be about stories. I want to be it to be about sharing, overcoming difficult times and then coming out better the other side. Um and I believe we all have a story, whether it's mental health, physical health, family challenges, we all do. So we're all human. And I think the more we realize that, the better. And that can only be a good thing for the world. Um, and I really want to be part of the solution, not the problem. And also, it's uh, it's Suicide Awareness Month this month. And also, it is Suicide Awareness Day today. Whilst I'm whilst I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually recording it today on Thursday, uh, and I'm going to publish it on the same day. Talk about that for professionalism. Um, I'll be honest; I have recorded this podcast about fifty times, and it's not gone too well. Uh, just being totally honest with you. So hopefully, this is the one. <laughs> this is the one, and we're just going to go with it. Um, but I do believe the timing couldn't be better, and I, and I do really want to get it out today because it seems like a, a great time to speak on this, as it is Suicide Awareness uh, Month and Day today. Also, do you want to know one more thing? It's uh, I going through all this. I had a real bad day the other day, uh, a real bad day. And when I say a bad day, I mean a day close, not, I mean, it was still nowhere near the dark day, which we're going to get to stay with me. Um, and, but it was, it was, it was probably in the last four years, one of the most challenging days I had, uh, or I've had, and I wasn't, I was thinking a lot about, geez, maybe I shouldn't do this podcast. Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe, um, I'm not able to speak on this stuff because you know I'm still really going through it and I share that with you for total transparency because as I say it was nothing like the the day I'm going to share with you but it was a little reminder just to uh, like someone was tapping me on the shoulder just saying mate you know you still got to work on this stuff here's a little reminder for you you can you can uh, you can have your challenges again and I was almost so confident the last four years I was like, oh, I've got this, I've got this. And I've had little reminders in the past years because it's something as anyone who knows mental health stuff, but like a physical health thing as well. It's something you've got to keep working on. You know, you can't just say, well, I'm fixed now, I'm done. That's it. You've got to keep working. And for me, it's it's constant daily work with with things like meditation and, and, and all, a lot of the other practices we'll talk about, but things I do daily to really help me with my with my health mentally and physically and all, all those other things. But it was funny. I was about to say, I'm not going to do this. And I was honestly ready to can the podcast after part one. And I thought, you can't do that, mate. That's not you. You cannot do that. And I'll be honest. As I said at the start of this podcast, a lot of you have, you know, with your lovely comments and words have inspired me to just think, no, you're on the right path. And also I've realized that actually the fact that I was still, I still have my challenging days is more of a reason to do this because I know I'm not alone and I know that there are a lot of other people out there who are struggling to this this very day. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm in there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm fighting the good fight with you. So I thought, do you know what? All the more reason to do this. And uh, and I thought I'd just share that with you. Firstly, I've got to correct myself. I said 
suicide awareness. It's actually suicide prevention day today. Just got to clear that up because that will eat away at me for getting that wrong. Because I'll be honest, look, I'm editing this as I go. So I had a little check on my phone, didn't I? And I thought, I said that wrong. And I wanted to just clear that up. But we're going to go to some some more serious stuff now with that day in mind. I think it's very, very important that we talk about this. So here are some of the stats around suicide. We lose 800,000 people per year to suicide, which is the 10th biggest cause of death worldwide. And two of the leading factors that contribute to suicide are feeling isolated and feeling like a burden. Um, I think I read somewhere else as well, every 40 seconds, someone takes their life. I think, I hope I've got that stat right. And that is just insane. It's just crazy. And it is awful. And it is just terrible to think, to actually, when you actually sit and think about that, it is it is horrendous. And I think as well, just in the male community, and I know I've got a lovely, a lot of lovely ladies listening to this. So please don't think, I don't, that I know this is serious in the lady community as well. And, and, and of course, I know it happens in all communities, but with the with the male community, I think under forty five, it's the biggest killer, is suicide, and I just think that's that's crazy. And I know that comes back to a lot of us not being great at talking. And as I say, I want to be a, a small bright light of of trying to change that a little bit for all communities, but also especially the male communities. And I hate this. It's as simple as that. And I want to do my small part in in helping prevent some of this today but every day um and, and and it is terrible it's just awful but the the sad thing is um i get it and i actually never thought i would i never thought uh i would ever understand this and i'll be honest as a young kid or you know young early 20s maybe even late teens if i'd have heard of the word suicide i would have and this is just being totally honest i would have thought how can you do that how can you do that you know i would have i would have probably been really obviously I was very immature but also just just had a just had no idea how could someone do that because I didn't understand that for people to do that you have to be in such a bad place that there is no other option and I'm a little embarrassed to think back to that person who, who I was who who just couldn't get it but I'm also I understand it's part of growing up and part of going through my own experience but I just I just could never contemplate that as a thing because I suppose I was always someone who loved life. So I thought, how can you, how can you want to leave life? There's enough, there's enough terrible things that happen in the world, you know, that can cut your life. Why would you take it? Again, very immature and, and uh, just so unaware. But the truth is on, uh, on the dark day four years ago, I completely understood loud and clear how and why you might want to contemplate that. Because for me, the biggest thing was not wanting to be around anymore because I actually thought the world was better off without me. And, and, and that is an, an awful thought and a horrible thought, but, it, but it's the truth. It is the truth. And, and I believe that that must be a very common theme for a lot of people who, who do take their own life. And, and four years ago, talking about the dark day, I, I was in my room looking out to the window, I can sort of see it, paint the picture as if it as if it happened just the other day, but it was a long time ago. And uh, and I was in my room and I was looking out the window and I just, I remember, I remember thinking, I, I can't do this anymore. I really cannot do this anymore. And I remember thinking I wanted to just unplug my brain and I wanted to just shut off the noise. It was like uh, over the years, though, imagine a radio, the loudest radio you can imagine, or a, or a movie, right? When you're, you're in the middle of it, and it's like a thought I had at this moment was a like surround sound, you know, movie. You're in the middle of a theater, and it's the loudest movie you can imagine. And it's just getting louder and louder and louder. And you, you're, you know, just imagine you're, you're sort of um, cowering over, you're holding your, your head in your ears, and it's just so loud and it's like the radio as well. It's just, it's just all these noises and it's so loud. You cannot, you cannot just think you're, it's just, it's crazy. And 
it's just, a, you just want to unplug it. It's just like unplugging the TV, unplugging the radio, shutting off the noise, finding a bit of peace. And that's what I, I, I genuinely contemplated doing and wanted to do, which isn't crazy to, to even say it out loud now, but it's the truth. And, you know, the best way I can describe my experience without, as I say, going into all the details was it was like 10 years of feeding a, a monster in my mind, if you imagine. When, when it started, it was a small, cuddly little teddy bear. And then over the days, over the years, over the weeks, over the months, and year after year after year, it was just like feeding this monster from a, from a little teddy bear to what on the dark day, that day in my bedroom looking out the window, was like I'd fed this, this Godzilla-like monster with red eyes i just it was so overpowering and, and and that's kind of what it what it felt like and you know it's not that 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 monster was i was carrying that around with me every day it was more like those what that was how the thought thoughts were evolving from you know, not affecting you too much to then just being so overpowering and overbearing that that you just can't really function. And and I relate that monster to the to the kind of radio, to the movie. Just just to try and paint the picture for you as to how busy and how loud and how scary the mind was for me. Um and it was in that moment I genuinely lost all hope. I genuinely lost all hope for a future. I mean suddenly things like getting a job, things like, you know, starting a family they didn't matter anymore because it was like well there is no there is no future and um you know i was bloody scared i was so scared so alone uh, i couldn't see a way out and you know, I share that with you because it's the bloody truth and it's my truth. And a lot of people might not know that it, it was that bad. Um, but but I just I, I just share it because I get it and I really do. And I never thought I would, as I said at the start of this section. You know, I, I, I could completely understand. And now I have a totally different understanding and relationship with with, with people who are really struggling and battling in silence, which is why I want to help and, and change this in some small way. Um, because I was, I was a guy who still has, because I'm very fortunate, but had everything, you know, on the outside, amazing family, amazing friends, um, just people that love me, support me, care for me, would be there for me always, you know, just such great people in my life. Um, I love life. I always have, I've always been a guy that, of course, I've had challenging moments, as you can clearly, you, you know, now more than most, um, but always would be the positive guy, I love life, how good's living, you know, I just want to live and thrive, and so I've been that guy, and I was that guy before, and I'm still that guy now, but my mind in that moment, and this is why this, this illness, and there are many forms of this mental health illness, or challenges or, or you know mental health problems what i don't even know how to say it but you know what i mean in that moment my mind was so powerful so scary so challenging so powerful that it made me believe that was the only option because like because when you can't see a future when there's no hope for a future what choice do you have you don't have a choice you literally don't have an option, or at least that's what the brain will tell you, or how you will believe, or how you will feel. And and this is why this stuff's so scary and we need it to change because it's it can happen to anyone. And and you never know who is battling in silence. Um, and I never, ever, as I said when I was a young kid, I never thought this could happen to me. Never in a million years. I was the positive, happy guy, loved life. And then a thought of action and a real thought not just the passing thought, a, a real contemplation of not wanting to be around anymore at 27. It's crazy. But this is the mind. This is how powerful this stuff is. And this is how we, why it's so important that, that we can talk about it. Because I know I'm not alone. Clearly, we look at the stats. So many people are going through this stuff in silence. And it's 
things need to change. And, and like I've said before, you can have everything on the outside, everything. But if the mind isn't right, none of that stuff matters anymore. <laughs> none of it matters. When there's no hope for a future, it that doesn't matter how many cars you've got in the garage, how much money you've got in the bank. It doesn't matter because your mind is in such a bad place where you can't imagine being around anymore. You know, and for 10 years, this, this, and again, this day was the, the, what, what I call kind of, you know, a lot of people talk about rock bottom. Um, but, but that kind of was what it felt like for me. So for 10 years, I was, I was battling this stuff, but it, but it, it got progressively worse over time. So it wasn't like in the first year out of the 10, this is what my life was like. This was how it built up. Like I say about the monster analogy, it was like, it was just getting progressively worse to a point of this, this day where it, it was just so bad that, that, that all hope was gone. Um, you know, and, and, and the truth is I managed bloody well, I managed bloody well up until that point. Um, but I think isn't, you know, that's such a common thing with, with mental health stuff. It's the silent, the silent illness, the, the, you know, you can't tell anyone, uh, you, you go through it on your own, even like me, if you have so many people around you, you still can't share because you don't know what's going on. And this is the thing. I don't have all the answers. I don't know how, how we make this better because like for me, it took me 10 years to, to talk. Um, and I was at a point where I had no other option and thank God almost that, that it got to that point because that was a sort of a catalyst for me to then make sure I went and asked for help. But it took 10 years. So I can't imagine how many other people are out there right now listening to this struggling. And as I say, I don't have the answers. I don't know when's the best time to talk when's the best time to open up i think that's a personal thing and i think if this podcast makes people share and open up and talk more before they get to a point i got to then that's amazing but i do believe sometimes sadly some people have to get to that point to then it's like i have no other option now but i need to ask for help and i think also you know as uh, as long as you could ask for help that that's okay too but then obviously Sadly, so many people don't ask for help because they they feel like they're alone. And I want this podcast, this story, to just make people realize that you're you're not you're never alone. And there's always always people out there that will help you, always. And I was bloody doing everything right on the outside, everything. But I needed more, which is why again I'm so passionate about this, um, because I was doing it all. I was reading the books. I was doing the. I was bloody the podcasts. I was doing the the uh, positive psych stuff. All this stuff. I had everything covered. But guess what? I needed a lot more. And for me, that you know that was actually an amazing thing because that I believe has now made me a better human. Um, but anyway, I, I could talk about this all day because I mean you know like again leading up to the sort of the, the dark day for me was, was kind of like living in, in a nightmare during the day. I was just trapped in my head and in my thoughts. And no matter what I did, I, I couldn't get out. Um, and and I, I, didn't know how to de- I didn't know how to deal with it. No one teaches you that. And again, that's no one's fault. It's just, we don't learn this stuff. And again, I don't have the answers necessarily, but I'm just sharing my experiences and my thoughts as we go. But, you know, you don't know how to deal with it. I mean, I'd never, I never, I never, I've learned more about my brain and my thoughts than in the last four years than I have ever in the last 20, however many. And and in, in a weird way, this is why I always say it might be the best thing to happen to you. I'm actually grateful for it. And I share that as a, as a bit of hope to anyone out there listening again, because it really has, has made me a more well-rounded individual. Um, I understand myself more now. I I I practice meditation. I do all these things that that make me a better human. I genuinely believe that. Without you know pretending I'm uh, God's gift, uh, I'm certainly not. But it, it has made me a better person. But I had to learn that. I had to I had to learn that as I went through. And as I say, we're going to save therapy and and a bit more of the the uh, therapeutic um, measures. In, in other episodes, I think that could be beneficial. I hope it. I hope it will be. Um, but but I was, 
you know, no, you don't you don't learn this stuff unless, unless you kind of go through it. Um, but for me, it was like there was a moment where yeah, I genuinely felt like I was losing my bloody mind. You know, and side note for all you people out there thinking this guy is nuts, he's he must what drugs this bloke taking? I've never had a drug in my life. I'm a pretty clean, clean, clean dude. That uh, that you know that pretty healthy um but again that just shows you it can happen to anyone because i was at a point where i felt like i was just i didn't know what was going on in my head and that was a pretty scary place for me as someone who usually has had things pretty well together but i mean how do you keep living like that how do you ask for help how can you tell anyone you know i don't know what's going on how can how can i explain this you know there was a point where going through this stuff I was like, how can I ask for help? How can I um, tell my best friends this? And I've got some amazing friends and I've got amazing family, but I, but I couldn't tell them initially. We'll get to that bit in a minute. But, you know, even my mother, my father, my, you know, my, I couldn't tell them because I couldn't. It was like, if I share this, my God, what are they going to think of me? So there's a, there's an added fear to that as well, which people have to go through, which is, so so heavy as, as something you have to carry on top of it if i ask for help how will that come across so therefore i won't ask for help therefore this is me on my own like that's a real thing and i and i get that because i was so alone so scared um i felt like i was the only one in the world experiencing this genuinely out of all these billion people i thought there's no one else experiencing what i'm going through and i couldn't out train it i couldn't outrun it i couldn't outlift it Trust me, I tried all of the above, and uh, and there was a, there was even a moment, and I'm I'm sharing with you, this with you, and please, I hope this doesn't scare you too much. I'm all right now, but I got to be honest with you. There was a moment, and, I, and I'm sharing this because this is what other people must go through, and this is why we all need to help each other because. It, it, this is how scary it got for me, anyway. So I don't know if you've seen the movie Shutter Island, but. One of the most horrible movies ever. I mean, a good movie. I couldn't watch it for years. You'll find out why. But uh, but a great movie nonetheless. I digress. Um, I There was a moment when I thought, if I phone up, if I tell my best mate next door, shout out case, if I tell my family, they are literally going to call the Shutter Island people on me and they're going to they're gonna collect me, throw me in a van and they're going to put me in, the, in Shutter Island. Or something similar. Don't know if we have that in in Sydney. That's how bad it got. That is how that is how bad mentally I was, and, and mentally I'm sure so many other people are. And and with all that stuff, as as I say, as the added weight, God, you, it makes sense why people and why I struggled for so long, and why other people don't reach out because it is so scary. Forget the the thing you're going through. Add that on top. I mean, it's almost, it's almost impossible. And so this is why I understand, I genuinely understand why, why people go to that point where, where it's so dark that, that they have no other option and, and they take their own life, which is awful, but I understand it. And I, and I understand the thought process. And, you know, it's just, it, it's just crazy. And another story I wanted to share with you. Sorry, I'm caught in my caught in my thoughts. I uh, there was another there was another moment again, and I, I think this is important to share because again, it shows the power of of mental health being such a silent illness. I remember thinking, and it, and it's worse on this dark day, right? I remember thinking, uh, I do anything. To, to not have to go through this alone and to not have to go through what I was going through mentally. And I was thinking, and I remember this, I don't remember the percentage, but I remember almost praying for a physical illness with a 5% chance of survival. I don't know what the percent was, but I remember praying for a physical illness instead of what I was going through in my head. And that's insane. That's crazy. But that just shows how, how bad it can get when the mind isn't right and how you'll, you'll literally wish for anything to get out of it. And for me, it was a physical illness, which of course I don't want with a small survival rate. 
That's an awful option, but it was a better option for me. And what's the only difference there? The only difference is that in that situation, I could have my family all around me. I could have family flying over from all parts of the world, friends messaging me. I could have people by my bedside. We're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. So, so the only difference is, is having people to share it with, isn't it? And it was, that was, that was the thing I remember craving was like, I just want to be able to talk about this. And, and that's where a physical illness, although of course, don't get me wrong, physical illnesses can be terrible as well. But in a way it was a better option because I could talk about it. I could share it. We could talk about it. We could have, we could have a laugh. We could say, we're going to get through this and we're going to deal with the treatment, whatever we need, we'll, we'll fix it just like most people are with their physical health. But in the mind, it's it's when you're on your own, it, it, it makes it 10 times worse. And yeah, pretty heavy stuff. But but I, I, I yeah, I, I really just wanted to share that with you. Because um, that's the main chunk of the story of, of the dark day. Um, and it gets more, it gets better in this next part. But I, but I wanted to share this with you because hopefully you can be listening and thinking, shit, no matter how bad it gets, there's always hope. If nothing else, you can say, there's hope for me and, and I'm, I'm going to get through this. And this next part I want to share with you is definitely the most important part. So to this day, I really don't know what came across me in this moment, but uh, I'm not the most uh, spiritual guy. Actually, I'm pretty spiritual. Uh, not the most religious guy, I'll say that. But something came over me, and I just remember thinking, Ed, pick up the bloody phone, mate. And this was this was at the point where, I'll take you back, where imagine me, if you will, by the window in my room, cowering over with what was like a horror movie, almost, uh, or a radio, the loudest radio you could imagine in my head. Right, and you just want to imagine that person sitting there going, "I just, I'm turn this shit off, turn it off." Right, that's how bad it was. In that moment, something said, "Pick up the phone, go and go and call your sister." Right now, my sister, if you're listening, you're my bloody angel. I love you and I appreciate you. She knows that. Um, but I, this is a huge part of the story because this is the bit I want. If you, if you take nothing else from this uh, episode, I want it, want you to get this bit because, again, as I've said, all of these parts before in this episode my one of my biggest fears was how am I going to ask for help right and I know I can't be alone in that thought when you're in that place but the, but the important thing about this bit is you don't I didn't need to explain anything I didn't need to explain anything and neither do you if you're out there listening now going I'm in such a bad place I can't tell anyone I don't know how to start you just need to pick up the phone or someone in person where you're not on a phone and you just need to say I need help that's it you don't need to explain it and I think this is the thing that stops most people or it stopped me for a while but I just said I need help and and I think you know my sister might be listening to this I hope she is she bloody better be and she might be thinking yeah I, I didn't really get what what Ed was talking about and I don't really know what I was trying to say because I didn't know what was going on but I remember just saying I need help. And that was so important because that was the most, that was, that was so powerful for me because suddenly, um, I was no longer alone. And although I hadn't said anything and you know, I certainly wasn't on the road to recovery yet, it was huge because it was genuinely a life saving first step. And it was massive. And just having someone there and for you, that could be anyone that might not be your sister. That might be me bloody phone me up. I don't care. Text me. If you don't know me and I'm some random guy on the internet, message me. I will, I will pick up that phone. I promise you. If it's your brother, if it's your sister, if it's your father, your mother, your best friend, some random guy like me, I mean that. The biggest and most important thing I want to get across with this episode, if nothing else, is that that is the first step. Ask for help. And don't explain yourself. You don't need to. Ask for help. Then you're not alone. Then the next bit will come. The next steps will come. And 
I want to share those next steps with you in another episode because again I think that therapy story it's quite funny now I can look back on it and I think it might be entertaining but also very helpful to a lot of people because I th again I think therapy is something that scares the shit out of a lot of people myself included all those years ago but I think we could that could be a, a fun episode on its own but that that we'll, we'll discuss that later because then I was suddenly no longer alone and then I could take the next steps to to get professional help and, and real support and then suddenly oh my god it was like and I'll tell more about this in the next episode but it was like once I then went to see a great therapist I had a few dodgy ones before that it, it was like lifting a 400 pound weight vest off my shoulders and uh and then you know, I'm, I'd be lying if I said it, it would, you know, it certainly wasn't easy after that, but I was, I was then at a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I'm not alone in this. And actually I'm, I'm definitely not the only one experiencing what, what form of condition I was going through. Um, and suddenly it was like, oh wow, there was so much hope. There was so much joy. Um, and I knew it was going to be a tough journey and it, and it has been, and it, it will continue to be. Um, but I actually like that fact because it's a sign I'm on the right path and I'm doing the work and, and any of you know me, that's, that's what we, we, that's a, a good, that's a life well lived is a life where we're progressing and, and trying to get better each and every day. Uh, and that's what I'm doing. But at that moment, the most important thing was to ask for help. Then I could take the next steps to to look after myself and then get the help and support I really needed. And then it was in that moment where I knew I was no longer alone and that I was going to be okay. And that was a beautiful, beautiful feeling. I want to kind of round off this episode. It's been pretty heavy. Um, but if you're still with me at this point, I thank you um, and I appreciate you. But I kind of wanted to end a little bit on a bit of a take-home message to like sum, not summarize, but you know, round it all up into you know to, to sort of finish episode one uh, of Who Is That Armstrong? And I kind of want to just share a few things because the topic of mental health, as a lot of you know, and I've certainly realized a lot more lately is it's so complex and it's nearly impossible for me to, you know, cross off every scenario or help every individual person because, you know, with their individual situation, because it's just so different for so many people, um, which is one of the reasons why it's, you know, so so difficult because it's such a challenging and complex thing and it, it, it's got such a spectrum. Um, but, you know, I want to try and share my thoughts on, on kind of like two standpoints, if you will. You know, one is the, the person struggling to, to, to anyone out there listening who, who maybe can relate to my story, maybe has is or has experienced something similar or um, something way worse. I mean, you know, as I said at the start, it, it's not a competition and it's not about who has it worse. It's about everyone's story is unique, but equally everyone's story is important and everyone's struggle is important. Um, and it's just, you know, so if you're out there listening and, and, and you, you can either relate or you're, you're going through something very different, but, but still you can take something from this, my story and my struggles, I promise you, you are never, ever alone. And, and I also promise you that you can and it will get better and to never, ever lose hope. You know, reach out. People care and people love you. I can guarantee that. I can guarantee you that even though I don't know you necessarily, you listening to this right now, people care and people love you. And I promise you, you'll be okay. And ask for help because I really get it. I know how hard it is, but it is the bravest thing you can do. It's not weakness. It is the bravest thing you can do. The strongest thing you can do is to ask for help in your most vulnerable, difficult, darkest moment. 
And then the kind of second point or, or message is, is to the friend or the family member concerned about someone. And again, side note, I'm certainly no expert in this field. I, like I said at the beginning, I'm just sharing my experience. So I can potentially give a better side of the story to the person struggling, which is what I hope me sharing a little bit today helped with. But equally, I've, I've had a few great chats with some good friends. I'm just going to be truthful after part one. And, and we were discussing what about the other side? You know, what about if you're the person, the family member, the friend who's worried or even not worried? You know, someone who you might never assume is struggling, but they actually are. How do you how do you help them? And again, I'm no expert on this. And and I struggle with this part, even though I've been through a lot of this stuff. I shared with you, I, I still struggle to know how, what the best way to approach this part is, but I still wanted to just give some advice and that's all it is on this as well. Um, you know, and I think things I've learned and things that from, from my side of things, what, what helped is, is just about holding the space for people and, and being there, you know, not all the time because that's a near impossible task. And also it's not realistic, but just let, people know that you love them and that you're there for them and that you're always there and to, to listen, you know, really listen. Um, and again, this is advice for myself, by the way, I'm taking this advice for myself as well because it's so important and I'm constantly learning about better ways to deal with this as well. We all are. And, 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 you know, the people that you'd never suspect just have the occasional deep chat you know, where you aren't just talking about the general stuff, open up and connect, you know, you never know where that conversation could go or how much it could help someone struggling in silence. Um, and I think that's just so valuable to, to open up deeper conversations and have real conversations with people. Um, you know, and, and I joke about it with some of my friends as well. A lot of times I have real deep chats, as you can probably tell from this podcast, we go quite deep, but there is a place for that. Of course, there's a place for your still your friendly banter. And of course there is. And without that, it's not a, a great, it's not a strong a friendship. But but I do think we do miss these these moments. And I do believe it comes back to either the person struggling, not wanting to be a burden and not wanting to make it about them. And also the person on the other side, it comes to them just not sure whether or not they should ask or Oh, am I overstepping the boundary if I'm a bit worried about my friend here? What should I do? Don't worry about that. You know, just just let them know you're there. Connect, open up, have have deeper chats. And and you'll know when when's a good time, or you'll know whether if you need to bring it back a little bit or or, or go a bit deeper. And I think if you lead with love and with care and support, you can't go wrong. So so that's my advice from those kind of sides of two sides of the coin, if you will. You know, my hope is that more of us can have deeper chats and, and play a part in preventing this horrible illness and this making, you know, mental health as a topic we can talk about more openly. Um, and that was my hope today with sharing. You know, it's not about me and I didn't want it to come across like, oh, it's, you know, I know this podcast has got my name on it, you know, but it isn't all about me. And I, I want this to just help other people. But I think me sharing is impactful and hopefully empowering to other people who might be struggling. Because like I said on part one, that's what I would love to have seen, perhaps, if, if I could go back and maybe I come, come, had come across a podcast like this one, where I was like, this guy's pretty cool. I like him. Oh my God. And he's gone through this and now he's doing it. He's living a great life. I, that would that might have meant I'd have opened up earlier or or shared some more struggles earlier or given me more hope. And I might never have got to the point where I got to, you know? So. I don't know. That's what I'm just trying to do here. And I also would love to, you know, make it, I touched on this before, but about the sort of when, when we have a physical illness and something is broken, you know, we have people around us, experts, doctors, family, you know, it's part of life. We get through it together. But when our mind is broken, you know, we're alone. And we don't tell anyone and for too many people there's no way out and I, I hate this fact you know i hate that and, and as i say if i can do anything a small thing to help help make that 
help change that, then 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 it, it's worth doing, and it, it it's, makes all this worthwhile. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. I think uh, that's that's enough for today. Um, thank you for listening. I really hope this helped some of you out there today, and and someone out there today who who. Uh, who could take a lot from from my story and from this podcast and this episode? I, I really hope it helps. Um, that's that's honestly the most important thing to me and the the reason I'm I'm doing this. So I just wanted to finish up by saying um, that you're going to be okay. I promise you. Um, anyone out there listening, struggling, you're going to be okay. There's so much so much for you to live for i promise you um you might not see it now all the challenges all the struggles all the difficulties you're going through right now you won't be able to see this necessarily right now and that's okay because i certainly didn't but take it from me this stuff will pass you will get better and maybe just maybe it might even be the best thing to happen to you and again you might not see that now you probably won't but one day you will one day you'll look back and go wow I got through that and that was the best thing that happened to me. And I can honestly say that about myself and my experience. And I wanted to kind of finish this episode on that because I think that's a that's a beautiful thought. And it and it's real for me in that what I went through is is a massive part of of me and and has been one of the best things to happen to me. Um it happened for me. And, uh, and I'm a better man because of it. I, I really believe that. And I'm, I'm doing what I've always wanted to do as a career because of it. And I'm even on this podcast now sharing it with you in the hope that it helps some of you out there today. And again, had I not gone through that, I wouldn't be hopefully having a positive impact on this, this, uh, huge topic. And, uh, and it, it's been a blessing and I'm, I'm really grateful for having gone through it all um and and i'm really excited for the future and i really 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 hope this episode helped some of you and uh i just wanted to finish by saying thank you i appreciate you all for staying with me for listening for sharing this episode and um just want to remind you that your life matters and you are never alone and there is always, always hope, even in the darkest days and in those dark moments, there's always hope. Reach out, ask for help, and I promise you, you're gonna be okay. Thank you so much for joining me on that episode. I am so grateful that you would spend that amount of time with me out of your day. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you, and I look forward to talking with you again on the next episode.